welcome everybody. Right now is the debut episode of The Last Word with Big Duke. I'm your host, Big Duke, and joining me is my producer, the producer of all producers, Adam. How are you, bud? I'm good. How are you? And you know what? Uh, you do get the last word of the Hogsman every single week now. I Hey, I didn't think about that. That's true. That's true. Uh, it's Thank you for doing this. Um, you are... You do other podcasts, which is absolutely awesome. Um, you do good work. And, uh, yeah, I had to hit you up and ask for your help because I'm no technical technology. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible with it. It's fine. Uh, I have people all the time ask me for, like, advice and stuff. And, like, when you hit me up, I was just like, when are we going to get to the part where you just asked me <laughs> to help you? Because I knew that's what was coming. So I don't mind it at all. It's not – it's fun. You know, it's perfect. Perfect. No, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, obviously, Mike had his uh, podcast come out on Wednesday. Uh, Devin's came out today. And now you get the golden, the golden hog award winner. The the main event of the trio here. Myself, uh, Big Duke. Uh, yeah, this podcast is going to be a little bit different. Yeah, we'll talk about wrestling. Uh, we'll talk about other interests out there that, you know, that people like, but I'm a big sports guy. So we're going to talk a lot about sports. Adam, I know you like sports. You're a big sports guy, but I have to yep. ask, did you happen to catch that spring training game today between the Phillies and the, and the Yankees? No, I did not. I saw the score <laughs> and uh, I said to myself, well, it's spring training. So what are you going to do? That, that is true. And, and we'll, we'll talk about the Phillies here on this episode. Obviously you could see my shirt, the background behind me. I'm a huge Phillies fan. I know Adam, you're a Yankees fan. Yeah, um, all, so we'll, all, New York, we'll, all New York teams. So, and so New York, so that's the, uh, the giants or the jets jets, unfortunately jets. And then, uh, Knicks or, or Knicks. nets Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're a, a, a true New York fan. Yeah. I grew up in New York until I was about 15. Okay. So. Perfect. All right. Well, let's get a little bit of an introduction about me. I'm if you're not familiar with who I am, yes, I, I was a professional wrestler in Southern California. Um, but however, I am a eight year uh, military veteran, served in the US Navy for eight years, uh, traveled the world, seen more things than anybody could dream of, been to more places than anybody could dream of. And once I got out, I did a couple odd jobs every now and then I worked at a gym. I started obviously in pro wrestling and then we, uh, well, we, then, uh, I, I, uh, went to school. Not many people know that I have a bachelor's degree in business. I uh, never really applied that to anything. <laughs> so, um, but I, am, you know, I'm a newly, you know, homeowner here in Northeastern Pennsylvania, which I, where I currently live, I used to live in San Diego and now turned podcaster slash card collector slash ball buster, whatever else you want to call me. Um, but again, this podcast is going to be something different. Just try to have some fun. I'll have some guests on every now and then, but yeah, man, we're just going to be here to shoot the shit and uh, go from there. Sounds good. Good, good. So obviously we're big sports guys, big news in the NFL today. Uh, well, I guess if you want to call it big, but the Steel City, Pittsburgh, uh, Ben Roethlisberger signed his uh, newly tendered contract. I took a little bit of a pay cut. Did you see yeah. that tonight? 
Yeah, there, you know, there was a lot of weird buzz after the season about uh, him possibly moving on, going to another mm-hmm. team. It seems like almost every team in the league right now is like looking for a quarterback, and I'm just usually that's the one position in the NFL that doesn't have a ton of turnover. So it's really surprising to see that potentially, you know, you could have a ten different teams of new quarterbacks next season. You could, yeah, and with with Ben, obviously his backups are not. You know, I don't think they're up to par. I mean, you have what Mason Rudolph. He did decent for him when Ben was hurt. Your boy Dwayne Haskins. And yeah, my boy Dwayne Haskins too. But <laughs> but yeah, he they had to. What was he? He was a forty million dollar cap hit if they did keep yeah. his current contract, which is that's that's a lot of money to play fucking quarterback. But he's what thirty seven. Yeah, 37 coming off an elbow injury two years ago. So Right. So they restructured his deal. He's coming back, I think, for maybe half of that. Yeah. Which is which is smart. He's up there in age. He's made his money. And now that they have more room to uh uh you know some re-sign some guys. I know they have some free agents like Juju Smith Schuster. Um, so I think maybe even a couple guys on their defense that they need to um uh re-sign, but I think that was a good move by them. Absolutely. Because, uh, yeah, I, I think so. Because maybe they're trying to go out. It kind of reminds me of like the 2020 Patriots. Yeah. You know, like with Tom Brady, like one last run, try to gather that magic in a bottle and just go on one last run and see if Ben can do it. Yeah. And then you have, if they think they can awaken whatever is inside Dwayne Haskins, maybe then you pivot to that next year. You, or, yeah. You or can, you draft somebody else. Yeah, but he's got a lot to learn. He didn't, he didn't learn. He didn't learn shit in no. Washington, unfortunately. How did you end up as a Washington fan? By the way, I've always been well, curious about I, that. Yeah, so I became a Washington fan. My godfather, he lived or he lives in Virginia. Okay, and he always was, you know, Redskins this, Redskins that, and I just kind of just followed along. Yeah. And that was, I mean, back then, that was when, you know, you had guys like, you know, John Riggins and Art Monk, Dale Green, uh, Mark Rippon was their quarterback at the time when they beat the Bills in the Super Bowl. And I just, I just followed along. There's been some dark days, Adam. Ooh, there's more, more, more recently, I would say, than in the past. I mean, in the past, they've had bad years, but they've Mm -hmm. always kind of been steady and have, they've had good players and, they're always in it. I mean, the last couple of years, it just seems like, uh, but you know, they hired a coach who's going to get them hopefully back on the straight and narrow. I, I think so. I think Ron Rivera is a great coach. He doesn't take shit from anybody. And yeah, I do like what they're doing moving forward, especially with their defense. Phenomenal. Yeah. I think they're uh, maybe a key one or two key personnel away on the offense to um uh to be a, a very good offense in this league um because it is it's an offensive yeah driven, it's a high scoring league you got to put up points in order to win the uh, to win the super bowl now but if you have a guy like chase young on your defense that's a difference maker that's always hey, every every single year no matter what that defense is going to be good because of him yep coming off the edge I, I that was great um and even not even just you know chase young you got montez sweat you know i mean their they're first their their front four are first round draft pick so yeah why not yeah it's it's one of the things you expect in the first year of ron rivera their defense was going to improve and to right. see it improve so quickly that was good because if that your defense is that good your offense just has to be at least okay like it has to at least be able to score 
20 to 25 a game impossible. Right. And I, and I, I credit that to even their, their defensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio, who's a phenomenal coordinator. Yeah. And he, he took, he took Oakland, you know, he had Oakland had that winning season that one year and in a one year turnaround. I mean, he was what defensive coordinator for Jacksonville, right? Yeah. He's been everywhere. He's been around forever. He's been around forever. Um, I don't know about uh, a lot of trade speculation going on right now too um, with not the Redskins or anything like that, but like with Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, we touched a little bit on it yesterday um, on Devin's stuff, but I know, I know Devin's not really behind on the sports uh, chats and talks every now and he doesn't watch ESPN like I do every day. Yeah, the one thing I did hear, I've heard a lot about Washington, and it has a lot to do with the Jets too. Is I've heard they have interest in Darnold, mm-hmm. and if and if teams are calling them about Darnold and they offer him a, I don't think they're going to offer their first round pick for him. But mm. if they offer them their second round pick, I feel like that might get that done. They might be able to get Darnold in there. I they, can't they tell could. you, if Darn, I can't tell you if Darnold is good or not. I've been watching him the last couple of years with an offensive guy who had absolutely no idea what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell if he's good or not because Tannehill succeeded after Gase left Miami and he went to a different situation. So maybe Darnold is the same way. Right. But I think with, with, with the jets, with Sala coming in, I, 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 I think he'll change the culture around. And I think, I think they'll hold on to Darnold, you know, and maybe get trade, maybe trade out of that number two. Yeah. You know, but then again, but then again, you got Zach Wilson sitting right there at number two, probably. I've been just, I I, I saw all this buzz early on in the Deshaun Watson thing where he wanted to Mm -hmm. go to the Jets and all this other stuff. And because they have all these pieces, they can move to get him. They have four first round picks the next two years. So Mm -hmm. in my head, I'm like, if Deshaun Watson's available, take all those first rounders and send them that, send them to Houston because I'd rather have Deshaun Watson than any quarterback in this draft, the next draft. Like, Forget about it. Well, well, it seems like all the teams now, there's always that one hot team during the week. Like you say, like the Jets were the ones who are like, oh, that's where Deshaun Watson's going to go to. Last week, it was the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Carolina Panthers, they were willing to give up Christian McCaffrey, and I it might have been four first-round picks. Yeah, I heard something like You know, for, for Deshaun Watson. And now this week, it's the Chicago Bears. Yeah. So who could it be next week? Because obviously no one's pulling the trigger. No, I, I, apparently the Texans aren't even answering calls. They're putting teams to voicemail right now who are calling for yeah. Deshaun. So, yeah, and I, I, and if I was Deshaun, you know, I, I'm, I'm. He seems like he wants out. Obviously, he wants out. Yeah. Will he? Will he sit out now? Because he doesn't have to go if you don't want to. Yeah. He'll lose game checks, but that that's a lot of money to be sitting on. But he's already made a lot. Yeah, it's it's a very unprecedented situation. It's like. Uh, it's like what happens in the NBA a lot. Guys are basically they trade me and the teams are like, okay, now it's happening in the NFL. So it's like, what happens if Deshaun Watson gets traded? Does that mean every single time someone is upset, then they're going to get traded? Like, and how, and how often is that going to start happening in the NFL? Right. So, like did the NBA like set the precedence on that? Like, you know, James Harden, you know, yeah. I'm out. Trade me now. Or hell, even before that, it was, you know, Russell West, Westbrook or, or Paul George, Yeah, you know, when they lose, Hell, when they lose their best friend on the team, like the Texans did when they traded away DeAndre Hopkins, you know, it's like such a bad trade, a terrible trade, you know. And then you you let go of, you know, JJ Watt was he he you know said his piece and 
he signed with the Cardinals, which is that's weird. That was that's Very odd. Weird. That but then again, Arizona is a tax free state. He gets the most out of his guaranteed money. Yeah. Hey, why not chase the ring? It's just a weird division to go to because you got like four quarterbacks in that division that are all awesome. Well, three, I guess, and then whatever San Francisco puts out there. But I mean, you're talking about Russell Wilson, right? Uh, you know, Stafford, Stafford now, and Kyler Murray, like right. A division I would not want to be a part of. And then Shanahan's always going to have the Niners playing at least 500 football, decent, yeah, right. But not not even that. Not just you know the 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 quarterbacks. But the defense is in that NFC West. Yeah. You know, Seattle is, you know, they, they haven't been really anything, but they, they can hang in there, Yeah, you know, with Bobby Wagner and all them. But with, I mean, you got Arizona's defense now with Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt on one side and him on the other. And the L.A. Rams, so top, top defense in the league. That's, that's a tough, de- that's a tough yeah. division. Seattle, I don't know what Seattle's doing. There's this weird Russell Wilson buzz that's been going on mm-hmm. off season to the point where it makes me go, this is something. This is just just isn't nothing now. Like it's one of those things you hear trade off trade stuff every year. You're like, okay. But like if you heard a Patrick Mahomes trade rumor, it would may immediately be squashed. Right. But Seattle's not squashing anything with Russell Wilson. It's like, what are you gonna get for Russell Wilson that's gonna make your team better in the next couple of years? Why wouldn't you just try to build around him? That's true. Um, Russell Wilson's what? Thirty-one years old. Thirty-one. Yeah. Um, Thirty-one. He's still got a lot of a lot of miles left on those legs. But it's it's kind of funny that someone can take something out of context in a in an interview, totally switch it around, and then it just blows up. All he, yeah. I think, all he said was, "I need I need protection." Yeah. I need protection. I mean, if that was me, I would I would say the exact same thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm a quarterback, and I'm getting my ass handed to me every week. I need a you know a fucking left tackle, you know, to, to protect my blind side. Yeah, which is needed for from, which is needed for a long time. They've never had given him any time. Out. Right, and he's running for his life, and you know if they turn that one little comment into oh, Russell Wilson wants a trade. He wants out of he wants out of Seattle. He never said he demanded a trade. Yeah. He never said any. But then again, his agent was his agent, or even him. He came out and said, "Well, if I do get traded, these are the four teams I want to yeah. go to." And then today, there's been stuff out there that they're like at least taking calls and listening. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. For me, if I'm like a general manager of a team with one of the five best quarterbacks in the league, I'm not even listening. If that phone rings, I'm not even going to take the call. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not trading him. No, I, I would at least I would entertain it. I would like yeah. to see what you have to offer, but at the end of it, going, you know what? You know, I'll think about it. Yeah. So do you play fantasy football? I do. Oh yeah. It's, so Devin is notorious for just sending these just god awful trades, and then he'll spend three days trying to sell you on why you're the idiot and his trade is good for everybody. And every time I see these trade rumors, I just think of Devin. And I just go, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could play. I don't think I could play fantasy with Devin. I would probably be too mad. I I would get angry at him every week. Yeah, you definitely would because I get mad at him every week. Yeah, and I and I, I, yeah, I couldn't do it. I I I couldn't do it. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about some. uh, Let's talk a little bit about some baseball now. Um, Spring training, hot and heavy right now. So uh, I got an email today from the Phillies ticket office. letting me know that um, 
I, I have a, a credit towards season ticket and that season single game tickets this year because I had them for last year. Oh, but we obviously with COVID it yeah. got postponed. So um, in in Philadelphia they upped the uh, the attendance for games this year. So for the Phillies they're allowing eighty eight hundred fans into the stands for the first nineteen games. And then after that, it depends on how the numbers go here in Pennsylvania. And then they're going to, you know, assess the situation. Um, But tickets go on sale next, next Friday, the 12th to the general public. But since I had to, I get, I get first crack at them next Thursday. That's cool. So I'm hoping to, to score a, a, you know, a decent, you know, a decent game. They got a lot of, they got a good, some good teams coming in the first half, not not in the first half, but the, the first 19 games. Um, I know that, like the Cardinals are coming in. I'd go see them with Arnado uh, with the Cardinals. Now I think even the Red Sox too, but the big one where I'm trying to get the boys to come out for is going to be in, in July when, uh, when the Padres come to town and I want to see Tatis play. Um, but yeah, man, uh, obviously, like I said, spring training is going on in full force right now. Um, how do your uh, Yankees look? Ah, uh, you know what? It's spring training. They look good. You know, they added yeah, Kluber in the off season, Tyone, like, but these are guys that haven't, they've pitched like two innings in the last two years. So I'm always cautiously optimistic about them every single year. Everyone's telling me that they're the favorites for the world series, yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. And on paper, they always look great. They always look like they're top notch, like ready to go. But you know, as long as people can stay healthy this year, I'm, I think they'll have a great year because I mean that division now is certainly more winnable. Stacked. The red, the well, no, the Red Sox aren't good. The Rays just traded away their best pitcher, so mm-hmm. you know you got you got maybe Toronto is the only mm-hmm. other team that might compete. So the, the AL kind of seems wide open right now. It seems like all the elite teams are in the NL. That's yeah, that is true. I mean, with the, even just the like the NL East with the Phillies, I mean, yeah. The Braves made good moves this year. Um, the Marlins are, even though they only played 60 games last year, they have a young roster who can absolutely light it up. We'll see how they do with 162 games. Um, the Mets did a lot of big offseason, you know, trades with Lindor. Um, and I can't, who was the, who was the other guy that they got? Was it Lindor and uh, someone, someone I can't else? Remember. They, they, uh, know, they added, a, uh, they added uh, James McCann. Okay, yeah, as their as their catcher because they, they didn't want to pay the money to Real Muto, yeah. um, but yeah, and then the Phillies obviously they they they're right there in, in the mix. Um, but I was impressed uh, today. I was able to watch the spring training game between the Yankees and the Phillies. Um, Reese Hoskins was uh, his first game back since he had his elbow surgery. Looked good. He only he DH'd, um, but he was putting the bat on the ball. Alec Bohm launched a moonshot to center early in the game. It kind of reminded me of me. <laughs> it's I'm dead. Hey, Adam, I'm telling you right now. Okay. When I see Alec bone play, it's like shades of Dan. That's my real name. It's like shades of Dan when he was in, in little league. So maybe you need to drop. True. Do you have any uh, video highlights to yourself? Maybe you can drop. I them have, on Twitter. brother, brother. I have, I'll, we can check tape. Right there, where my little league field is, it's right here in my hometown. Okay, when when I used to get up to the plate, and no bullshit, when I used to get up to the plate, the opposing coach of the other little league team used to come out of the dugout and just go, 
Get back. Get back. Every time. It makes sense. You're a big guy. They used, you they always, used to you have a lot of a, power. They used to put a, a no-fly zone, a restricted area, above the Little League field. So you wouldn't break any windshields? Mm-hmm. Windshields. I didn't want to hit an incoming plane. Oh, okay. You know, I used to. we used to tell the ball boy, just go out to center and put your glove up. I'll hit it. Like the sand line. That's where they got this from. That's based on your life? Based on my life. Telling you. So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so the Yankees will be good. Maybe the Yankees and Phillies will have a 2009 rematch. Yeah, I... God, I hope so. I, oh God, I would love nothing more. You know, what's funny. I was, um, I was telling this story the other day, uh, where I work, I, I work, um, in a hospital and, uh, I saw a, a, a fellow Phillies fan and he, he, he's an older guy. And he asked me, where were you in 08 when they won it all? And I, I told him and he couldn't believe it. So when they won the 2008 world series, I was in the middle of the Persian Gulf. Oh, wow. Uh, I was, it was, you know, oh, dark 30 in the morning. I was on a USS destroyer, uh, a ship that I was on. And we had satellite television um, that only picked it up when we were on a certain course. And I was able to catch just a little bit of the game. And I was able to watch the last, I want to say the last inning and a half. um, And was able to see Brad Lidge, uh, get the final strikeout and then win the world series. And I just remember running out to the flight deck and just throwing my hands up in the air, screaming, we did it. We did it. And I, I tell that, that story to that guy and he, he was just blown away. He was like, Oh, wow. That, that totally beats where I was for that day. <laughs> and he was just chilling at home. But yeah, I was in the Persian Gulf when they won the world. So maybe I need to go back. That's, maybe that's it. Maybe you just, that's the key. Maybe we'll do like a remote, you know, <laughs> shoot of the podcast from Dan and the Persian Gulf when they if they go to the playoffs. You just go there and just stay there until they <laughs> win a World Series again. Just just get on a paddle boat and just sit there in the middle of it and just hope. It's crazy. So many people don't really realize like people always make fun of people who love sports that much, but I'm always mm-hmm. like, I, you just don't get it. Like if the Knicks ever won an NBA championship, I don't care if I'm 40 or 50, I'm going to just run down the street. Just, Oh, it's a big deal. Screaming from the top of my lungs, especially when your team is usually like, let's you down. And all of a sudden they're good. And then there's some, they're great. It's like, it makes your life like so much more fun. Yeah. And I always like when, when people, if I tell people like my teams and they always have that reaction of like, Oh, why? Like, oh, they're awful. Like, who cares? I've I've lived through this. This is my life. Like, why do I like Washington? Because I fucking like them. Yeah. Oh, do you like the Sixers? Why? Because they're good. Yeah. I tr- and, I trusted the process. And it's like, you know, there's going to be so many kids now who are going to grow up and not be fans of, like, certain teams because of the way fandom is now, especially with basketball. Right. Like, if you – you know, in basketball, kids become fans of players now, not teams. Mm-hmm. So like people are LeBron fans or people are Durant fans and they are wherever Durant goes. And I've just never been that. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I've been a Knicks fan since I was like 10 years old. So yeah. Like my, like my, my favorite player is Jordan. I always, and I think that's every kid growing up was Jordan, you know, but my team was the Sixers. Yeah. 
I'm talking, you know, Allen Iverson, you know, Matt got Matt Geiger, you know, George uh, was or Aaron McKee, Eric Snow. I'm talking like those Sixers when they got their ass handed to them by the Lakers. And then we had to go through all those struggles to finally get to where we need, where we are now. We're not great. I mean, we're the number one seed in the East right now. Yeah. And where you're next, your Knicks are like four or five, aren't they? Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're in like the four. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. They're hot. They're hot right now. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just always found it weird that when, when people say, you know, Oh, how do you like that team? It's because I do. I'm not a bandwagon yeah. kind of guy. I don't follow the certain players. Like I like certain players. Sure. Do I like LeBron? Of course, but I'm not going to be a Lakers fan. No. You I know. will. I will say I I loved Allen Iverson. Oh like, yeah. When I was I got in so much trouble because I used to play basketball, so I would get so much trouble because I would play like him, and mm-hmm. he was not the biggest team guy. So whenever no. I, whenever I'd play, it'd be a lot of Adam. You need to pass more. Stop shooting so much. And I'm like, he's a god in Philly. Oh, I, I he was I was one of my favorite players back in the day. Like it's yeah. He's such an underrated all time great. Like. People don't talk about him in like the all-time great category, but they don't. He really, he really was incredible for his time. He was, and you know, to see him come up through like Georgetown, and he was a number one pick, and he, I mean, he was what six foot, I think. Yeah, and, if that on a good. But he day. just he he's like he could have like what Derrick Rose was. That could have been him, like that Allen Iverson type, if Derrick Rose stayed healthy. Yeah. But I mean, Iverson. Iverson would get beat up every night. Can you imagine play, him playing today, where he wouldn't get beat up? Oh, at he, all? He, all he could do he is would shoot. Dro- he would drop fifty every night. Yeah, easily. You just imagine what Jordan would do today, too. It's just some of those guys from back in the day who had to go against so much like bullying and bat and just defense. Like imagine them playing today; it would, just, it would be unfair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. So NBA. Well. Uh, what else is what else is going on in the in the sports world? There's there's really not much. Opening day is what three weeks. Um, the All Star break is this weekend. Um, big. I was disappointed that Zion wasn't going to do the dunk contest. I thought he was going to be the fourth guy. They had four guys chosen for it. They didn't announce the fourth until, which was supposed to be I think yesterday, but it only ended up being three. Zion didn't want to do it. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Like he was such a he had such buzz coming out of the draft, and then mm-hmm. it just seemed, I guess maybe because the pandemic and the season and the way the yeah. season started. But I have literally heard nothing about the Pelicans all of this year. It's been they've been like buzzless almost. Like I've heard they have, but I think Zion Zion himself has been having has been having a good year. He's he's up and around. I want to say maybe twenty six and twenty twenty six to twenty seven points a game. Um, he's he's dunking a lot more. Yeah. Um, but I want to, I think it's just because there's no, there's no fans. Yeah. Not yet anyways. So why would he want to do a dunk contest when there's no one around? Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised they're not having fans at the all-star game. Cause it's in, it's in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So I don't know if they're letting fans into games, but like in New York and all the New York arenas, I don't know how it is in Philly, but they have fans in New York now. They, it's only like 7,000 people, but that's something. Hey, that's something. Yeah. I, I think it's this Sunday in Philly, we're allowing fans to be in the, you know, the flyers and the, uh, in the Sixers games. I want to say it's between, I think it's around 5,000 fans they're allowing in per game. That's not including the workers and all that yeah. stuff. So you're, 
you know, so who knows how much, what number that's going to be. And I, I don't know how you are when it comes to going to live sporting events, but me going to a live sporting event, knowing there's only going to be 7,000 people there sounds just incredible. All it's it's great. I'm going to have like a. And the parking? Oh, parking, yes. Wouldn't have to worry about parking, you know, three hours away to get to the game, you yeah, know, exactly. and walk there. But um, I'm ex- yeah, because like especially for the Phillies, I mean, a, a stadium that normally holds you know forty three thousand people, you're only going to allow eighty eight hundred in there. It's going to be loud for sure. Yeah, you'll still hear. It. You'll still hear it. You'll still hear everything, but just like you said, the room, you able to, you won't have to keep bumping into everybody. You can get to go, you know, to the concession stand without having to be, you know, nose to butt. Fuck, you know, yeah. standing in line for a hot dog. Because I'm just thinking, because I, uh, I'm going to WrestleMania again this year, and I've mm-hmm. been going every year since 31. And right. some, some of those, some of those events going to them is such a hassle because of the parking, and there's a hundred thousand people there. And this year they're allowing like twenty five thousand. I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, it's gonna be so much easier to get in and out, and mm-hmm. sitting is gonna be so much more comfortable. Like the mask thing, I don't care about the mask thing. I'll wear the no. mask. I don't. I'm not gonna throw a fit. I don't understand the people that do throw fits about that stuff, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited to actually do something this year. So. That's cool. I've never, I've never been to a WrestleMania before. Oh, really? I've never been to one. I've, have, you, have you wanted to go to one or I, I have, but I think the, cl- the closest I've ever been to a WrestleMania was 30. Which one was in Frisco? 31. Is that 31 up yeah. up in the Levi Stadium? Yeah. That was the closest I've ever been to WrestleMania because I did a show up there that weekend. Okay. But I came back the day of WrestleMania. Yeah. And watched it and watched it on the network at home. Probably easier. Oh, it was like well, yeah, that and we had like, you know, a, a eight to ten hour drive in front of us. Yeah. You know, and I had to work the next day. So yeah, but that I think that was the closest I've ever been. But I would, yeah, I would love to go to one. You know, especially was it Tampa this year? Yeah. Was it next year? Uh, da- Dallas again. Dallas and then out to um, Los LA. Angeles. Yeah, I yeah. think they're. I think they're so. just doing it because they know that for sure. Even if this continues by next year, they'll still be able to have fans in Dallas. And then in two years, you're hoping in LA they'd allow fans, but. I think by then that it should be all right. They're talking about this year for opening day. I just heard Newsom say something today about how he might allow fans opening day in some of these California stadiums, which surprised me. Yeah. Cause I thought California would be literally the last state to allow that kind of stuff to happen. But well, I, I hope it does. I mean, I, I don't see why. Uh, I mean, obviously with, with what's going on in the world and you know, the third vaccine coming out yeah. or it's already out. Um, the numbers are starting to go. Obviously, they're trending down, but I think we're going to be on like that roller coaster where it's you know spikes are going to happen. But yeah, um, hey, I'm just ready for anything normal. So if you can, if you can, if they can accommodate me on a day, you know, day during the week to go see a baseball game, hey, it that it made Absolutely. this whole year worth it. Yep. You know, for everyone who struggled and everything, especially you know, just like just to be outside and being in a ballpark for just a couple hours. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's what that's that's therapeutic for a lot of people yeah like i'm gonna try because uh when i go out to tampa the yankees i guess are playing the rays like when i'm out there so i'm gonna mm-hmm. try to i assume i'll be able to go to a rays game because it's florida oh, yeah. they're pretty open but 
We'll see. I like. That'd I, be cool. I, I just. I would like to just go to some kind of live event. I have, obviously haven't been to one in two years, so it'd be fun <laughs> to just do something. You know what I mean? It's cool. Yeah, man, that's cool. Uh, Mike and Dev like to talk about wrestling a lot. Obviously, they're still active in the wrestling game. I am not so much anymore. Um, but you know, as they say in wrestling, uh, never say never. So, uh, did you happen to catch dynamite at all? I Wednesday? did. Yeah. It was on some Which, in the background when we were doing our podcast with Devin, but really? I watched, I watched most of it before. So okay. Uh, let's talk about Shaq and the awesome power bomb that he did to Cody. Brody Lee, on, Brody, Lee, Brody Lee tribute before he gave it to, which was beautiful, which was beautiful. And I, I put on Twitter that uh, Shaq sold better than half of you SoCal guys. And man, I didn't, I mean, again, I'm not that popular on social media. No one, again, no one really gives a shit. I bet you, I don't get no more than, you know, three views on this video that comes out tomorrow, but I'm doing it. I don't really give a fuck. This is fun. Yeah. And, but I didn't think I would get that, you know, so much reaction from it, especially in private. Well, what do you mean? What is that supposed to mean? We, we just because you're out of the business. Shut the fuck up, man. People are so sensitive. So sensitive these days. And it's and a usually, fucking joke. And usually the people that are so sensitive, there's a reason for them to feel sensitive. Like, wh- why do you, why do you feel attacked when you, you right. said that personally? Maybe he's not, maybe you're not talking about that person. Yeah. Like, maybe why, you do have you, a good, why do you think he's talking about you? Yeah. You have a guilty conscience. Do you think yeah. I was talking about like, no, if I was talking about you, I would say it. I don't give, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Paul white uh, saying that a, future hall of famer will be debuting on sunday for the revolution pay-per-view um who do you think it is i think it's gonna be someone pretty minor but like you know everyone on twitter is brock lesnar cm punk i'm just like it's more likely it's somebody like christian or chris hero well i i saw today that christian is signed Okay. That's confirmed. So, th- so Christian is out. He signed. He, I, I read that today. But I was wondering, how much do you think Brock would command? Oh, to go like somewhere money that, wise to go somewhere that isn't WWE, probably yeah. like fifteen to twenty million a year. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. What about Punk? Probably about the same. He'd probably want same. that. Yeah. Like he, he already basically said that he would only come back if it was like a ridiculous amount of money. Right. So, but, but what, what, how would that be though? Like what, like you always want like the what ifs in wrestling, yeah. you know, cause something would always happen. Like, like, I wonder what would happen if Lesnar just showed up. It would be like when Hogan went to WCW back in the day. That's how I think it would be like in terms of like the reaction and whatnot. Well, that was the thing we, we knew, we all knew that Hogan was going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, know, I guess it's a difference. Yeah. And there's a difference, you know, between then and now. And they've kept such a good, you know, especially with debuting guys like like Sting, you know, guys like that. Yeah. From from for for debuting, like I can only imagine what would go through the the office head, the offices head at up at up at up in Stanford, 
I don't even know what they like do. If Brock Les- like if Brock Lesnar walked out. That would be so yeah, I don't I can't even imagine it cuz it's just it's one of those things you just I never see it happening. So like if it did, I wouldn't even know how, my brain wouldn't even know how to process it basically. It'd be like cuz the other and aspect would- with Brock is he lives in Canada right. and they have a really strict travel thing right now and mm-hmm. Brock notoriously hates leaving his house and traveling. So for him to debut in AEW, he'd basically have to to either stay here for two weeks or he'd have to go home and quarantine away from his family. So right. I'm, I'm not really sure if Brock is going to want to do something like that, even for Vince at this point. That's true. And I think Brock is too loyal to, to Vince to even, you know, I think he would entertain the idea. Yeah. You know, but I, I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't know who it's going to be. I I've had my ideas and my, my theories, but Hey, I'm going to, save it and you know just see what happens on sunday so and after the sh- after it happens you keep like see this i knew this, i knew this is what was going to happen i, I didn't want to tell I anybody i fucking knew it i fucking knew it i knew this was going to happen you heard it here first um but no i i think it's going to be you know i don't even know who it's going to fucking be i really don't it could be fucking anybody i heard kurt angle but kurt angle's already in a hall of fame so it's like the way, he, way it was worded, it was Hall of Future Hall of Famer worthy talent, and I'm like, I don't. You could that could be anybody. See, it could be anybody. See, I th- but I think though people are thinking like the guys who have been away for a while, like yeah. like the Christians or or the punks or everybody like that. Like, what if it's someone from New Japan? What if it's Okada? Yeah, that's that could be it too. You know, that's a that no one thinks of that other you know that other promotion out there especially new japan you know it could be okada it could be you know uh you know tanahashi it could be anybody yeah to come in for this and that's not including the guy who's supposed to come in for the ladder match so i don't who knows who that's going to be oh is there is there a mystery ladder match guy too i must must have missed that yeah so there's two of them coming out on sunday one is the big contract and the other one is for the uh the, the ladder match okay yeah, I don't know. There's there's very few like uh, buzzworthy free agents left, you know. Yeah, because everyone's been getting everyone's been getting scooped up. Maybe it's Devin Sparks. Oh, what what if it is Devin and I? Nah, Devin don't know how to fucking act, right? I delete my phone number. I would just disappear from Twitter. I I would never want to. I would never hear the end of it. All those times sending me messages. Hey man, could you get me a book out there? I'd be texting him. Hey man. Can you talk to Tony for me? Yeah, give give me a tryout. Can you give me a tryout down in down in, in Jacksonville at the D at the DP at send the him, Daily's place? Send him, send him the Sheamus and Cesaro match. I'll just send the snapshot. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That was great, by the way. I saw the video. Did you see the video? Um, okay, I did. I, that was that was good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I have to. I'm just gonna have to send him that 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 five second clip, and that's all you need. I, I didn't I honestly didn't even know what to search for because I didn't know what you went by in the match because right. I, I forgot it. It even happened. So mm-hmm. I just put Sheamus and Cesaro like first match together or something. Yeah. And that was what came up. So. Oh, hey, look at that. One of you guys was named Raul White. That was that was me. No, was I'm it? sorry. That, that, no, that was Che. I figured that was Che. I don't, yeah, remember, that was what, che. I don't I remember what they had your name as. but I was I was Mike. Mike Carradine. They they put me in Mike Carradine and I I told this story before where um obviously with Mike was there with me and his obviously name wrestling name was was Mike Camden so 
I was really paranoid that when my pay, my, my check was going to be out in the mail, that they were going to send it to Mike <laughs> because it was kind of like the same kind of name instead yeah. of me. And I was like, Oh man, Mike's going to get my big fucking sweet check. And I'm going to just get my normal wrestling check. Like, eh, that's fine, whatever. But I was like, man, I hope you don't get that shit. <laughs> I've always wondered like when you get like they, so they just give you that name or do you pick it a name? Yeah. They, well, <laughs> when we, when we went and did it, they were like, we asked them, I was like, do you want our names? And they're like, no, nah, we got it. All right, cool. We could be freaking frat going out there. Who knows? Yeah, sometimes I don't even think they they give names. I think sometimes they just put Sheamus and Cesaro versus two local talents. Yeah, local talents. I don't even think they give you guys nice names sometimes. But I don't. I don't even think our names came across. You know the 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 the, uh, what do you want to call it? The name plates. Yeah, the name plates. When you guys come out, yeah, yeah, they didn't even give us that. They we were just standing in the ring ready to get our asses handed to us well the guys on youtube gave you guys names so hey i'll take it i'll take it uh let's see what else what else will we go with today um this is again this is like our this is our first episode so we're gonna obviously you know just roll with the punches here i have a i have a format oh you can see that um because I was very nervous in doing this because I don't really, you know, talk openly about certain things and keep my opinions to myself. But as I get older, I've, I'm a little bit more grizzled and a little bit more opinionated. So why the hell not? Uh, not? Adam, Adam, are you into trading cards? Uh, no. What? Have you heard about the latest fad? I've seen a lot of it. I think a lot of it's yeah. been from your Twitter, but uh, yeah. I have noticed uh, the trading card fad is coming back. When I was younger, I think I did it, but not yeah. as much these days. You know, and I got into it because I saw a buddy of mine, Angelo, um, who's going to be one of, he's going to be a guest on our show here coming up shortly, um, probably in a few weeks here, but he's big into the the trading cards and I watched him do a, a, an unboxing, I guess you can say, or breaking packs or whatever and just kind of flipping through it and there were some cool cards that he was he was getting in those packs and it made me think man i had a lot of cards growing up i wonder if i still have those Mm -hmm. and i and i did and i still have them um so i had to go through all of them and i have some like really cool ones that i want to send out to get graded um through like psa or beckett but jesus christ the prices on that stuff unreal unbelievable i mean, I bet there's a lot of people out there that probably have old trading cards that they completely forgot about and they're sitting on mm-hmm. so much money that they could just well that's the it. thing well that's the thing like that's what i have that's what i'm sitting on yeah. now you know just cards that you know i have them here um but like here i'll even show you the two that i have um i don't know if this is going to pick up in the thing probably not it is now yeah but if, do you see who this is Chipper Jones. This is a chip. That's his rookie card from 1991. And I'm like, that's got to be worth something, you know, because he was the number one draft pick that year. He's a Hall of Famer, you know, and you do the research on it and you find out that these cards go for thousands and thousands of dollars. It's unbelievable what some of these kids pay for these cards. And I wonder how the fuck did they get all that money? Their parents just give them money, I guess now. 
I don't know. Un, I mean, unreal. Like, I mean, kids buying, you know, $2,500 Zion rookie cards. Like, what are I, you going to do with that? I remember having to beg my mom to watch like SummerSlam 96 and it was like $30. Like, I can't even imagine asking my mom, hey, can you buy this $2,500 rookie card for me? She'd look at me right. like, it's crazy. Like, no. Right. And, and, and not just that, but just to, to have that, that mentality of, you know what? I got this card. I'm going to flip it and get something better. Yeah. You know, cause that's what a lot of it is. It's a lot of trading. It's a lot of all this other stuff. And we'll get into that as, as the episodes go on. But I mean, I'm sitting on mountains and mountains of books here of cards that I just got to go through. And there's, I have at least probably a hundred cards here that I want to get set up um, with like PSA or, or Beckett grading. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's unreal. Like I said, the, the prices on this stuff to even just get the card yeah. there and back to you because you need that in order for it to sell. How much? So they, what they charge you just to tell you how much it's going to be to sell. Yeah. It? So, so you, you, so it's, I mean, I'm telling you right now, it's a detailed process. So like you have your, your top card. So like, like for instance, like this, you know, this, this Chipper Jones, yeah. I don't know this Chipper Jones rookie card. I got a label. I got to mark that, write it down. What year, you know, uh, who makes it player, uh, the card number and then what's its value well i don't know it's fucking value you're the person who are yeah. going to tell me that shit so you have to do your research you have to go on ebay and see what people are buying how much they're selling for and whatever like that but with psa right now who's that's where you get the most value out of your cards yeah um to get one card looked at right now it's a hundred dollars and they, they go through the entire process. I mean, they look at the corners. They look at the centering of the image. They look at how the picture looks. I mean, they do a detailed analysis for these cards. And then they send it back to you in like a slab, um, which is protected and all that stuff. And then it tells you, you know, mint. Is it yeah. a nine? Is it a 10 or whatever? Obviously, the 10s are what are going to make you money. Yeah. Because that's where the money is, obviously. But for a kid... To be sending out, you know, just ten cards at a hundred bucks a pop. No, that's ins- that, That's more than my mortgage. Yeah, that's insane. You know what I mean? So there's other alternatives, and we'll get into that as as the time goes. With different types of gradings, um, who's um, who's up and coming right now? There's a lot of different grading companies and everything like that. But um, I'm 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 excited. There's a lot of cards that. I have these little protective ones that I'm keeping for my personal collection. And as time goes, I'm here in my, my, I guess it's like my office and uh, I'll have nice decor instead of my, my Phillies background behind me here. Um, I'll have a nice little setup for everyone to check out and I'll be able to show you um, the cards that I have. And Hey, if you're and if they're watching and they like it and they want to buy it, Hey, money talks. Hit up the DMS. Hit up the DMs, my man. Uh, I haven't thought about any uh, segments for our show as far as like, you know how every podcast has like a funny little, you know, game they play or anything like that. Have you yeah. have you wanted to do anything like that? No, not really. Like I, I, when I started on those, uh, the Hogsman, I just kind of was like, no, you guys just do your thing. I'll just put right. something together and. Then all of a sudden I was doing one solo with Mike and one with Devin. I'm like, maybe we should have like segments that can carry us through weeks of nothing happening. 
but no, yeah. I have not. You know, and I, you know what you I sent some, like you about? sent some good ones the other day though in the text messages. So the hog or not? The hog or not? Hog or not? Or who's hogging? Who's hogging? Yeah, I, I think those are good. I mean, we're gonna have to like, if if we're gonna end up doing that, um, obviously with technology, I'll have to, you know, maybe print out the photos and just hold hold them up and go this or this. Who's hogging? And then okay, we're on to the next. But I think my family's gonna listen to this podcast and they're probably gonna ask questions about what's a hog, you know. <laughs> and I don't need that in my life right now. I don't know. That's yeah. That all my family awesome. kept, my, my family just keeps asking me, when's it coming out? When's it coming out? We gotta listen. Like I don't I don't know. I don't want you to fucking listen. TBD. TBD, I'll tell you when. Yeah. Don't we worry need, about it. We, we we need we need listeners. We need people to watch the YouTube well, yeah. video too. So yeah. we gotta hit up but some yeah, of your I famous need... friends. Hit up Bryce Harper again. Try to get him on. You know, Bryce, if you're listening, I've sent you a DM on Twitter. I'm sending you a DM on Instagram. I still haven't heard back from you. I mean, for the love of God, I'm a I'm diehard Philly. And I I just can you I would just like for you to do an intro to the podcast. I don't even need to interview you. Hey, this is Bryce Harper with the Philadelphia Phillies. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just give me something. I'll pay you. I'll give you, I don't know. I'll figure it out. A Chipper Jones rookie card. I'll give you a Chipper Jones rookie card. What other ones do you want? You want a, do you want a Griffey? Do you want a Bonds? I got all those right now. Let's go. We'll we'll talk. You know? I don't even have entrance music for the podcast. I was trying to think of some song, but I couldn't really think of one. Because Devin has the cool NWL one, but he's a fucking Mark, so. You don't have a song you just like? There's a lot of songs that I like. Well, just pick one. Pick one every um, week. Pick one every week, and I'll put it in the beginning. Just. I want uh, Deep Purple, Perfect Strangers. That's that was that. That's my favorite wrestler's theme song. If you can guess who that is, you win. I don't know what you win. You win a. Uh, uh, tip of the cap from us for listening this long into the podcast <laughs> this fucking shit show um but deep purple Pur- can you if you know do you know the theme song have you heard of it before i haven't but i'll look it up after but you know do you know who my favorite wrestler is who's that who do you think it is i don't even know i don't even want to <laughs> guess i don't want to guess wrong i just want no well, I'll tell you, and many people are, are blindsided by this, but my favorite wrestler of all time, the franchise, Shane Douglas. Fellow Pennsylvania guy. He's a Pittsburgh native. That's Was not bad. The, no. The, everyone's blown away when I tell them that. But I grew, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I mean, ECW was, this was it. Yeah. Your favorite wrestler doesn't always have to be Stone Cold or The Rock no. or Hogan. Like, no, I just always thought it was cool when he would come out and he would and he would just stand in the mic, cut the fucking music. Yeah, I just thought that was the coolest thing at you know twelve, thirteen years old. Do you want me to find a clip of him saying "cut the fucking music" before the pod starts? Yeah, that'd be dope too. I will do that. Oh, the music play, cut the fucking music, and then 
here we are. And then Big Duke is live. Oh man, see, this is why this is why we're, this is going to work, Adam. <laughs> this is why this is going to work so well. Uh, I do have a question for you, though. Okay. You're a fan of fast food, right? Yes. As we all are. Yeah. So I think you're going to be the first contestant. I guess. Well, I guess you wouldn't. I wouldn't say contestant, but every guest that we have on this show or whoever we talk to, I want you to give me your top five fast food restaurants. All right. So Taco Bell is number one. Mm-hmm. I love Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Chipotle count as fast food? Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. let it go. Yeah. I eat Chipotle a lot. So Chipotle would be two. Okay. Uh, Carl's Jr. Okay. Uh, then it gets into a whole other thing. I like Wendy's. Wendy's is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess Popeye's. Okay. Popeye's is good. Because fuck Raising Cane's. Am I right? Oh, my God. Did you, see, did you see a coat? Do, do you like, do you like Raisin Cane's or no? That you Fuck don't like no. it, right? I saw a couple weeks ago, uh, some like wrestling, like, uh, Twitter people. I think there was like Sean Ross or someone just talking so much shit about Raisin Cane's. And I was just like, I feel very vindicated. You know, that's going to be on next week's show is Devin's raising cane story to mike and i God. and then our experience with it it's going to be at least a half hour burial i went to wrestlemania with him in new orleans and we went to raising canes like four times i would have threw him i would have threw him in the fucking bayou i i almost <laughs> did he'll tell you how much he hated that trip because of how much of a dick i was to him on that trip well you know Devin, some, some you just you want to fucking slug him sometimes. yes yes <laughs> You really do. You really want to fucking slug him, but he has a heart of gold. And he just doesn't and, get uh, it. He doesn't get why people get like that. He's like, I'm always so nice. I'm like, yeah, well, nice isn't always exactly what uh, is why we want to hit you, Devin. Oh, man. I, you, oh, God. But next week, we'll talk about Raising Cane's and how trash it is. It's terrible. Terrible. Uh, let's see. My Oh, so we'll go with my top five. Um, I'm a big Burger King guy. I like Burger King. You know, Burger King Burger, should mine. Burger King. Um, Wendy's. Wendy's is good. Um, if you're... Would you consider Wawa fast food? I've never had Wawa, so I don't know what it is. Oh, man. Okay. Um, we'll take that. I'll take that one out. Um, it's a toss between... Because I don't have it over here anymore. But when I lived in San Diego, I was a big Del Taco guy. Del Taco was like really good. But, Del Taco is really good. But now it's Taco Bell. And then, so it's, but you know, so it's Burger King, uh, Wendy's, Taco Bell. Uh, we don't have Carl's Jr. It's a Hardee's over here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, we don't have, I don't think we have those around anymore. I think the, the last one around here closed. Well, that's what happened um, with Burger King out here. There aren't a lot of Burger Kings out here anymore, which is why I can't like I don't eat there a lot because I don't uh, have them. So, uh, Chick Fil A, and I think like my top one. I think my absolute favorite would have to be uh, uh, Arby's. Arby's is very good. Yes, 
Arby's, I mean, the, the, the closest one to me is about 15 minutes away, but it's worth it. There's a certain guest that we talked about beforehand who I know is definitely going to have Arby's and Taco Bell in his five when we ask him. And I think you already know who I'm talking about. So I, I, I do know who I'm, I do. I do. Uh, what's going on? Let's, let's, let's see what else. How long are we running here? We almost, what, what, what's the time uh, limit on here? Uh, there's no time. I can't see the time. I assume we're, mm. we're about up to an hour at this point. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, uh, you know, this is the first episode. We're just trying to, you know, I'm just getting my feet wet here, Adam. You're the, you're the pro here. I'm the greenhorn, um, learning all this stuff. So, uh, I think we'll go with a little outro here okay. and, you know, plug the social media, um, on Twitter. It's, uh, at word underscore Duke, uh, go on there, give it a follow and, and you'll get all the latest updates on new episodes and what's going on with uh, this podcast here. Uh, Instagram um, at the last word underscore uh, Big Duke, and obviously on YouTube under the the Hogsman Podcast umbrella. Um, next week um, again, I'm going to go back to uh, we're going to bury raising canes and. Just that's going to be at least half an hour's worth of, of content right there. And I'm going to try, <laughs> I'm going to try to get a, a guest next week. I'm going to try to get Yuma to come on. Um, everyone knows his story because he's been on your guys' podcast before, but him and I have a, uh, uh, a, a different kind of friendship where, you know, I, it, he was, a uh, he's always been a, a mentor to me and I would like to, you know, get him on here and, and talk a little bit other than wrestling uh, what else he's you know interested in and, and what he's doing right now um during the, the you know the the pandemic uh you can catch uh hogsman podcast with mike every wednesday uh do you, do you have a specific time that you like to drop these uh episodes on youtube or apple podcast or whatever i've been kind of experimenting with like uh, 8 a.m pacific but i think i'm gonna make okay. it a little later because it seems like yeah. when i used to drop them at like nine or ten it would get more eyeballs and more listens. Okay. So I'm going to try that with this one too. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, Wednesday, uh, Hogman's podcast, uh, the Mike Camden edition, uh, will drop, uh, Thursday. If you, if you dare, you can listen to Devin and, uh, that's what Mike and I do. We're just going to, I'm just going to bury Devin every fucking week. I'm fine with that. I've you got know, so much yeah. pent up rage with Devin. I just <laughs> let it all out. You know, you know, he, yesterday when we were recording for his podcast and he was talking about um, road stories um, with the three of us. Um, he forgot. He, he forgot one. I didn't tell the one story because it would only get me hot. And I'm sure if Mike was on it too, he would probably get hot too. So maybe we'll save that one for next week. Okay. Um, that it's not long, but it's just one of those where, as soon as I say it, you're gonna just shake your head. And there's probably gonna be like a good five to ten minute cool down period where you just you just know, like this motherfucker. I can only imagine. <laughs> I've been in plenty of like five hour car rides, seven hour car rides um, with him, where I just I want to just choke him. Know, you want to fucking choke him. Where you're in the middle of the Arizona desert and you're just like. You know, would anyone find him? Hmm. Oh, I've thought about that numerous times driving out there with him. Wish, wish, wishing a coyote would come out of nowhere and just <laughs> take his ass. <laughs> you know, 
Oh, man. but Devin's podcast drops on uh, Thursday, Thursday mornings. And then my new podcast, the heavyweight champion of the Hogsman, the trio here, uh, Big Duke, the last word with Big Duke will drop tomorrow, um, 9 a.m., 10 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah. Give it a listen. If you like it, leave a comment in the comment section. Uh, hit that follow. Hit that like button. And stay up to date for all the new uh, latest content uh, coming out with the Hogsman Trio podcast here. Adam, it's been fun. I hope you have a great weekend. We got You got plans for the weekend? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I'm going to watch the AEW pay-per-view on Sunday, but that's about it. Okay, cool. I'm going to a, oh, I'm going to a card show on Saturday. I'm going to go see what they have and look at all the different cards that are way out of my price range to just stop and stare i just like to hear stuff like that because that means we're going back to a little bit of normalcy i like knowing oh we can just go and go to card shows like and then you know what i'll i'll while i'm there i'll film some content and we can even put it on the podcast yeah you know i'll find the most expensive card and tell people to buy it for me there you go start on my amazon amazon wish list yeah put an amazon wish list like this is what i want if not, I'll take this instead. Wonder how much a Devin Sparks card would go for. I'm sure you could get one for free. He might try to sell you a shirt with it, but just yeah. <laughs> God, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to listen to this. He's going to start this podcast. He's like, I can't wait to hear my two friends talk on a podcast. Uh-huh. I think he's going to get like 30 <laughs> minutes in and just hear him fucking throwing the shovel on top of him. Like, <laughs> and, Mike, and, and Mike will send us like uh, a clapping uh, gif or whatever like that through our, our group text saying, bravo, boys. Yeah. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Adam, it's been fun. Yep. And, uh, We'll see you next week. And that is the last word.